All right, Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. So what's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book? Honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinAndSteph.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to part two of our conversation with five-time Impact Wrestling champion, Madison Rain. In part two, Madison talks about that time she met Hulk Hogan, and then she turned the table on us and started asking us questions. Hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. So tell us another memory that you had that just a great memory, a great story that you can remember. Uh, for a short period of time, Hulk Hogan worked for our company. Really? Yeah. And the day that he came in, um, I'll never forget this. He was, he's Hulk Hogan, right? right. So right. no rule applies to him. He can basically do whatever he wants within this wrestling space. And we're all just going to go, yep, sounds great, <laughs> sir. Whatever you want to do. He came in and he was sitting in our, our makeup room and I walked in with a group of girls that I was performing with that night to get our makeup done. And he knew all of us like first name basis. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do his homework and, and know all of his coworkers. Like he's, he's Hulk Hogan. So for him to come in and go, Hey Madison, Hey Taylor. Like it was just like, wow, Hulk mm. Hogan knows my name. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, cool. it was just, yeah, like he took the extra step to, and at the time our company was full of young talent, young, like early to mid twenties, um, athletes who all would have watched Hulk Hogan growing up. So for him to have gone the extra mile and learned all of our names and to, like speak to us the way that we're sitting here talking right now was just really, really cool. That is cool. Have you met any other celebrities then, I guess on the road or at your wrestling matches or... Gosh, I mean, overseas, anything that you've done yeah. in the past where you're like, oh my gosh, that's Jamie Foxx here in the front row or behind the scenes to Ooh, met somebody. Yeah, so um, in two, th two years ago, in 2018, I did the biggest show of my career um, in front of almost 12,000 people. Wow. And I got out to the ring and there were four girls, four of us in the match. And at one point I looked over and John Mayer was sitting front row. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's, that's John Mayer. I listened to him in my car. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I met uh, Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Yes. yes. Um, 
Dog the Bounty Hunter and his wife no came to one of our shows. Yes. Very cool. Um, yeah, a few NFL players. Um, I'm sure that I'm missing. Oh, I was a huge fan of the the Twilight movies. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> and yes. one of the <laughs> one of the actors from those movies came to one of our shows one time, and I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Who was it? Which one was it? Boo Boo Stewart. He was yes! one of the yeah. oh, brothers or the yes. Yep. Yeah, one of the wolves. Yeah, Which one wolf of the wolves. was he? It doesn't matter. Oh, you don't gosh. care. I love it. It's fine. Oh. Whatever. So Stop excited. it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So then it goes as the next step up WWE. Yeah, I mean, yes. They're the they're the bigger company. They're the the number one company. When I when someone says professional wrestling, that's what you think of. Um, we're the same thing, just a bit smaller. We're on okay. a, we're a little smaller scale, but we're still um, every, like we have weekly television shows. We're still seen worldwide by an audience. Um, so I would say that we're the number two wrestling company in the world um, behind WWE. So we watched a movie a few months ago. Oh yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Called fighting with my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're okay. So you're familiar with this. Yeah. So it depicts the career of a English professional wrestler Mm-hmm. and how she made it to WWE and the tryout process that she went through, right? Yeah. Now, you have gone through the camps, the tryouts, all of that. How similar was that to the movie? What What was that like in regards to, I guess, trying out for the, the WWE? Yeah. So, I know the girl who that story is, oh, really? is based off of. Yeah. Um, her, her, wrestling, her, her wrestling persona, her name is Paige. Yes. Um, I don't know her very well because she's spent her entire career at WWE and I've been at impact. Um, but I do know her. Um, I, I know that that movie was based on her story. Um, did they loosely based? Um, probably fairly close, but I'm sure they added a lot of drama and a lot of theatrics because it was a movie. Um, and actually I, didn't so impact is is far different than wwe um i went down to florida several years ago i had one match that was my tryout and then was offered a job two months later i spent from 2009 to 2017 at impact and then i left um i just i wanted to bet on myself in a different way and kind of go out and see before I got too old, what opportunities might still be out there that I hadn't explored yet. Um, So not until almost 10 years into my career had I ever done any work with WWE. And then I was invited to a three-day tryout at their performance center in Orlando. And it was second only to the process of bringing my daughter into the world, the hardest thing I've ever done. Really? The hardest, because it's, it's not just get in the ring, wrestle, show me what you can do. It was three days of, we're going to push you to your physical limits. And then once you get to your limit, we're going to push you a little bit more to see how you then emotionally and mentally respond to this. And it wasn't like, I mean, I've never been in the military, but it wasn't like like a grueling boot camp that way. It was, you know, they would push you, 
and push you until they thought maybe you were at your absolute like limit and you were completely exhausted. But then they pat you on the back and like, you did a great job, like hang in there. You know, this is, this is what really defines like our athletes, like show us how bad you want it. And they would encourage you to keep going, but not before they pushed you right to that limit where you thought that you were just going to walk out the door and go, okay, fine. I wasn't strong enough to hack it. It was, it was a very challenging, very humbling experience that I'm so thankful I had the opportunity to, to do. Wow. What's your, it's crazy. What's your travel schedule? like at this point? I mean, has it slowed down since COVID? Because you obviously, you can't social distance when you're a professional wrestler or work remotely, but what, what's your travel schedule like? Um, it's even before COVID, it's a lot less than when I first started with Impact, which at the time was called TNA. Um, we were gone all the time. There was a point in time where we actually went live every week. Um, with our shows. WWE does live every single week. Um, and we, our original schedule was that we would film two weeks at a time, then have a week off and then film two more weeks. Um, but then also do shows, travel around to different States and do shows on the weekends. So that was our schedule. And then for a short period of time, we went, um, live. So at least once a week we were on the road and then the group of wrestlers who were booked for the weekend shows. So they would, we would wrestle on Tuesday, go home on Wednesday and be back out on the road first thing Friday morning. Um, so it was crazy for a while. And I'm glad that I did it when I was young, when I didn't have a husband or, or a daughter or anything really tying me to Columbus. Um, but in the last three or four years, it's really slowed down and we film, um, especially right now we're filming a month of TV at a time, or if we have a pay-per-view, we do a couple of those a year, we'll do a pay-per-view and then film for a couple days after. Um, and, and that's one of my favorite things about impact as opposed to, you know, WWE, they're on the road all the time. Right. At impact, we have the ability, I'm able to be a wrestler but also be a mom, but also go teach a fitness class if I want to and go to school. And like, I, I have the time to do all of the things that I want to do. Oh, that's good. Steph, do you have any other questions? Yes. Oh, okay. you do? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So your, let's go back to your look. Who yeah. decides that? Like who decides your hair color, your outfit, your costume? Who, you know, who does that? Um, well, I, for me... I yeah. do. <laughs> okay. Um, like I had blonde hair until two weeks ago and then I just decided I'm over it. Um, went and had it changed to red and then showed up to work and was like, Hey, ta-da. Really? Um, now do they get upset or are they okay with it? No, at this point our company is, it's so chill. Um, you know, if you show up with a totally different look, then they ask you to take new, um, photos just so that they have current photos. But right now we're not, we're not putting out action figures or video games or anything like that. So it's not as much of an issue. Um, I'm kind of just me cranked up a little bit. And right now I'm the bad guy. So um, are you? Well, when I'm not doing commentary, okay. as, when I'm on commentary, it's, it's very like, you have to be kind of down the middle and, and show personality, but not too much because it's about the wrestlers at uh -huh. that point. But, um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of restrictions on my look and I can kind of bring whatever I want in terms of what I wrestle in or the dresses that I do commentary and stuff in, but it depends on if you're, if you have a specific character that has a very unique look, um, that would have to be a conversation with the creative team if you wanted to totally change that. So do you have a stylist and your own seamstress that makes your costumes and your gowns? I have a, um, a seamstress that I've worked with for 10 years um, who makes my wrestling gear. Um, anything I wrestle in, I, I have her make. Um, but then as far as like the dresses and stuff that I wear for non-wrestling, like backstage segments, a lot of them I, I buy off of Amazon because, wow. really? because it, I personally don't want to wear the, the same thing on a show twice. Uh-huh. So then why would I go buy a bunch of designer gowns if I'm only able to wear them on TV once? Um, and then if I, like, if I do get some nice pieces, I'll keep those and, you know, wait six months and, and put this dress with a different jacket or whatever and, and kind of recycle it. But for the most part, I don't want to have the same look more than once. So I'm not, and I also don't wear gowns in everyday life. Mm -hmm. So I would rather spend a bunch of money on my workout clothes that I'm going to wear every single day and less money on nice ish dresses and things that I could wear on TV for two hours. Any wardrobe malfunctions? (sighs) Wardrobe? No. Um, not for me. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a million of them, not for me. Um, but there was a point in time where I had really bad extensions in my hair. Um, and if the person that I was wrestling with was like standing on a piece of my hair as I was trying to sit up, those extensions would just come out and I would look down and they're on the floor. And I would like whisper to the referee, like, Hey, grab those cause they're not cheap. <laughs> so I mean, my hair fell out. <laughs> that was a malfunction, but my wardrobe has all stayed in place. Thank you, Jesus, the way that it has, um, it was meant to. So let's talk about workouts. What is your workout like daily, seven days a week, six days a week? What do you do? Um, at this point, like I've done everything, right? I've done fitness competitions. I've tried just about every type of workout, um, except for CrossFit. Like I just, that was never something that, um, sparked my interest. Um, at this point I don't lift heavy weights because I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't need to. Um, so I, I work out at a gym called nine round. Um, and it's a 30 minute workout and each, there are nine rounds that you go to. And some of them have heavy bags. Some are speed bags. Some are just like one round you do jump rope. So it's a mix of cardio, kickboxing and weights and you're in and out in 30 minutes. That sounds fun. Yeah. So what's your, so fun. What's your conditioning like then? What do you mean? Like, do you cardio wise? Yeah. Cardio wise. Do you go out and run to get your conditioning up because you know, you're talking and you're wrestling and all of that. You mean because you do um, like triathlons? Is that why you're asking? And you gave away uh, your really expensive triathlon tennis <laughs> shoes? To- <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a great point, Ashley. Very good point. <laughs> My conditioning is not great. Um, it's fine. But I... When I ran track in high school, I was a sprinter. 
I can, I can go really hard for a short period of time. My endurance is awful. And maybe that's why I didn't do great at the WWE tryout because it was all day long. Uh, the endurance. You would have killed it. You would have done great. <laughs> Your endurance off the charts. Oh my gosh. Are you exhausted by the end of the match? Yeah. Are you? I bet, <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. Because it's, it's just this, this next level of sometimes I forget to breathe properly. And, you know, sometimes we're doing something really, really fast paced and there's not a lot of time to slow it down. If it's a, if it's a five minute match, then we want to put a lot into those five minutes. If it's 12 or 15 minutes, we can slow it down a little bit more. Um, so it, it just depends. But then when you get, you've got these bright lights on you and then when we are able to have a crowd, it's even hotter in there because there are right. all of these people. Um, there's just no way to, you know, I could go run hills in my backyard all day long, but there's no out of the ring conditioning mm -hmm. pre preparation that's going to get you ready for those 10 minutes in the ring. That makes sense. I bet. So, Ashley, is it true that you are an avid Chicago Cubs fan? True. Yes. So that was another, when, when I was little, my oldest brother was really, really good at baseball um, and was a huge Chicago Cubs fan. Interesting. So he and I bonded that way. And, and I would sit there and watch baseball. And, and at seven or eight years old, I was probably bored to tears, but I would still sit there and watch with him. And so by default, then I became a Cubs fan. Good. Well, let me show you something. Oh my God. Wait, who signed that? Uh, Chris Bryant. That is awesome. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I, I got this out earlier. I wanted to show you that. That is so cool. I'm so jealous. Uh, so <laughs> listeners, this is the win flag for the Cubs. This is a full size uh, flag that has the W, the blue W on it. And uh, it's autographed by Chris Bryant. When so, they won the World Series. Yes. The season <gasps> that they won the World Series. So long story short, That's I used so to, cool. I used to work for Express, uh, the okay. fashion retailer, mm -hmm. and I was the finance guy um, that oversaw uh, the marketing department. Okay, mm -hmm. and so Chris Bryant was one of our ambassadors uh, the year after his rookie season. So the year that yeah. he was MVP, all of that, and so we had him sign a bunch of stuff, and he autographed one of these. And the marketing department, as a thank you for me, they actually gave that to me. Um, as a thank you. That's so autograph so cool. from, from Chris Bryant from, gosh, probably four or five years ago. During why isn't that hanging on the wall somewhere? I know, it we should just be. moved, but yes. that's why. Okay. Yeah, okay. we just moved. Absolutely. Okay. So I thought you would like that since yeah. I, I'd read you're a Cubs fan. Yeah, that's awesome. That makes me jealous. So Steph, we just moved into a new rental home. You know who's good at homes? I do, Jay Luby. And Miss Connie Luby. Yes, they build custom homes. They do remodeling. They do office construction. Steph, if you go to lubycompanies.com, they have a picture by picture here on the portfolio. And everyone is absolutely amazing. I want every one of them. <laughs> I want that one or that one. Oh, maybe that one. The Gorgeous. only problem about lubycompanies.com, it's hard to spell. Uh, there's no way. I could spell their last name unless you would have told me. I guarantee they get asked every day, how do you spell that? So friends, it's L-U-E-B-B-E companies.com. Go to that website. Phenomenal pictures of what they do. From new construction to like new renovations, the Luby companies are here to partner with you. 
They are also a proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. And what's very cool is when we first logged on here to Zoom, Miss mm-hmm. Ashley said she had listened to our podcast. Oh, yeah. She yes. did. She did. I, uh, yeah. That is very so, nice. So nice of you. So nice of you. And she said she bought our book. Even better. Which was amazing. So when listening to the podcast, what surprised you, Ashley? Or you said you have a list of questions here. Well, I have a couple notes. Please, please. <laughs> we are fair game. First and foremost, you guys are published authors. Okay. <laughs> so it's no longer a signature. You're giving your autograph. Yeah. You are not... When someone buys the book from your website, yes, you are autographing it for them. Uh, and we said you are not putting your signature. That's, on yes, that's a that's good, point. A good point. point. Thank you. Yes, that's a good. Thank point. Thank you for correcting my wife on that. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> it's you. It's a big deal. You guys are giving your autograph to these yes. people who are purchasing your book. So very true. That I would share that. And then the other three notes that I have—they're not so much questions, but I just have to tell you the first and foremost, I was sitting in my gym's parking lot this morning, listening to the podcast. And I like was bent over (laughs) belly laughing about the story of you had explained to your daughter, uh, the female cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Not very well, apparently. She didn't get it. She didn't get it, girl. You're blaming her. <laughs> You're blaming her for not I'm getting blaming, it. Yeah, she just didn't understand. <laughs> I have a seven-year-old, and I haven't even, like, entertained the thought of I didn't want to go there. No, I did not want to go there, but it happened, so <laughs> just not very well. I, I was crying, laughing as you guys were telling the story <laughs> of you blowing your nose. And her going, oh, I know what happened. And <laughs> started to- I died. And I told Josh the story and he was like, are we going to be friends with these people? That sounds like something that would happen in our house. (laughs) That was the content that people need driving in their cars, like good content that you can have a good belly laugh. So thank thank you you for that. Um, And then I just felt like the, the Kirby vacuum story is, is, totally relatable because if somebody comes to my door and they're selling something, I'm like, hold on one second. Let me go get all the money I have. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you, you realize when still this day, she does not answer the door anymore because (laughs) she is going to give them all the cash we have in our house for Girl Scout cookies or a vacuum cleaner or whatever. He'll like the door. I'll start walking the door. He's like, what do you do? What Uh, are you doing? Who's out there? What are you doing, babe? What you do? I'm like the doorbell. He's like, I got it. Just turn <laughs> around. Let me get this. Let one. me get this. I'm like, dang it. The Girl Scouts get they get me all the time. And now there's this little device called a square that you can plug yes. into a cell phone and swipe a credit card. So now I can't even use the excuse of, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. Oh, Not that I has- would because I, you yeah. can sell me anything. But yeah, like I feel like Josh is the same. Like you're you can't answer the door, especially during Girl Scout season. You're not allowed to answer the door. Just walk away. Walk away, Do you away, still Ashley. have the vacuum cleaner? Oh, no. No, because he <laughs> made me day. give it back the next no. day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the tail end of that story was 
I'm like, Steph, I am calling that. What's that guy's name? I'm calling yeah. tomorrow. And she was adamant, like, no, 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 please let me. Because I call knew him. he was going to be so mean. To I them. was going to be very upset with that man because he took <laughs> advantage of your kindness and your big heart, and we were going to have words. Yeah. And so now she I, called I, him. I must have missed that part because I I thought that you still had it. And because no. the, he had taken your old vacuum cleaner and, and swung it up. Yeah. Top. That was the problem because yeah. he took the old vacuum and Kevin wasn't happy about that. It yes. was just bad. So thankfully oh. she called the next day. They brought it back. They did. We made the exchange again. Yeah. Uh, got our old vacuum cleaner back. Yes. So no, we do not have that anymore that lasted no. all of 24 hours 24 hours but you better believe i like vacuumed every square <laughs> inch of my house right <laughs> before we gave it back when i just love that you were like so i took him a very nice dinner it was wendy's but like these are all things that i do when i have something like to break to josh like news of something that i might have oopsed on yeah like how are you feeling it- how's your day ben on a scale of one to ten, like how was our mood? Yes. And then I know how to proceed with with breaking whatever news yes. it is. It was a rough day. It's fine. I get it. Let me let me cook Here's you a nice frosty. meal. Yeah. Let me get you a frosty. <laughs> we'll talk after you eat the frosty, and then you can mm-hmm. tell me how your mood is after that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh. Here's because your apparently being being hangry is also an issue. For sure. It, <laughs> it really is. It really is, girl. So you listened to that? The one... Uh, I did. Was that the one the with The breakfast for dinner. Yeah, You had breakfast for dinner one night and, and your one... I think your daughter was upset about something. Yes. And... Yeah. I said, don't worry. Mommy just needs to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's just hungry. And you gave me this death look across oh, yeah. the room. Oh. Like... I will yeah. cut you. I will cut you. Yes. Don't yeah. you. Yeah, because you, you mouthed me. Don't you dare. Don't you. <laughs> is what you yeah, mouthed that's me. That's what I wrote down here. I'd be careful if I were you. That's the, the direct quote. <laughs> but that's me. Like, so my advice every night, I need, I want to take an Epsom salt bath and just decompress at the end of the night. So if we're getting close to the end of the night and I like bark something at Charlie is my daughter, Josh will turn to her and go, she just needs to take her bath. Like, don't you oh, do that. No. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. Josh. <laughs> right? You guys need to have him on now. Right. And talk to him about all the things you don't say to your wife. <laughs> I have. Yes. I have a lot of those. Actually, I've learned a lot. Yeah. He keeps adding to his list. Because yes. he's still not learning. He's not learning. Oh, gosh. Happy wife, happy life, that right? That is so you. true. Thank that is so you. true. So, yeah, speaking of that, when we're writing this book, I made the comment chapter three was going to be what not to do when you get married. Mm-hmm. And as I was doing the outline, I realized, holy crap, I've got a lot of stories <laughs> here on what not to do when you get married. And so I was like, Steph do you think this should be a chapter in the book or could this be a book in itself? And Steph and me was like, oh no, that's going to be a long book, Kevin. Let me tell you, a long book. And then I briefly mentioned that to your mom uh-huh. over dinner and she starts rattling off, oh, you could do this. You could put this in there. What about this? And I was just like, okay, save your list of grievances <laughs> until we finish this book. But yep. yes, I could apparently write an entire book of what not to do yeah. when you get married. That's a great second book (laughs) you put it on the coffee table 
your friends come over and you just casually slide show all of the husband. Go. Slide it over. Yes. It's a great idea. Let's see. So I do have one quick question for you guys. Please. You've been married 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is, is that right? Is it? Yes. What I always like to ask couples who have stood the test of time, because um, Josh and I have only, we're coming up on our five-year wedding anniversary. Other than happy wife, happy life, what is your one, like, if you could give one solid piece of advice to younger couples, what is it? You first. Oh, no, you go. I got to think about this. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. My piece of advice to a young married man is you need to study your wife. If you were to be given a test on your wife, what she likes, what makes her laugh, what's her favorite movie, what her weaknesses are, what her strengths are, would you be able to pass that test? Mm-hmm. So we took a marriage course at our church. This was probably two or three years into our marriage, and it was phenomenal. And so at that point, I started taking notes on my wife, on my phone. So I started taking notes on favorite flowers, what makes her happy, um, you know, what she likes. And so I would reference these as we go on, because in my mind, I was like, if I were given a test on my mm-hmm. spouse, would I be able to pass it? Mm-hmm. I should be able to ace that. And so that would be my biggest advice to a young married couple, especially for the man, you've got to know your wife. What makes her tick? What does she like? And make it about her. Don't make it about you. Oh, that's good. It is good. I'm waiting for him to follow his (laughs) advice because that sounds amazing. (laughs) Right? It sounds really good. I will show you. I will show you my phone with the notes on Mm -hmm. you. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I would say as a wife, encouragement is the biggest key. Encourage your husband, let him know that you are his teammate, his partner. But also when they walk in the door, sometimes we're just like, we've been in the house all day and you just want to like, and they just Mm -hmm. need to just like step back, like just give them some time to decompress after their long, stressful day. And then when they're ready, they will come right. and talk to us. Because there's days where Steph's got all these words inside her that she's just got to like get yes. out. And yep. I've already I've already said 15,000 words at work and Steph yeah. still has 20 that she's got to get out of her system. Because <laughs> I've been home all day with kids. I know. I realize that. But don't start throwing these 20,000 words as soon as I walk in the door. So, but I've done better. Absolutely. See. Absolutely you have. Yes, I have. That's <laughs> Those are good. But I do, I do the exact same thing. Like even if Josh goes and, and golfs and, and Charlie and I have been in the house for a few hours, I'm like, uh, yeah. how's golf? How'd you do? Okay. All of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Well, this is probably a good, good way to end this conversation. Ashley, step. We may turn this are... into two. I think episodes, we need to. Quite honestly. I think we need to. She was amazing. So ladies and gentlemen, for more information about Madison Rain, you can go to Twitter and Instagram at Madison Rain and Rain is spelled R-A-Y-N-E. Madison Rain. And please make sure to check her and her husband out in action when Impact airs on AXS TV every Tuesday evening. Direct TV channel is 1340 here in Columbus. Perfect. So Madison... Thank you so very much. 
Thank you guys. That was so much fun. It was awesome. Thanks, girl. Listeners, if you like what you just saw, like what you just heard, please go to iTunes, go to YouTube and subscribe, rate, review this podcast. That's the only way we'll be able to continue to produce this. Where else can they go, Stephanie? They can go to kevinandsteph.com. That's all I know. So is that it? You crushed it. Yes, crushed it. Thank you, listeners.